right? And my God sighting has been right here. Isn't that great? These kids have learned so much. Let's congratulate them for a wonderful week. If, if, if you grew up in church and went to VBS, would you just raise your hand? Yeah, a huge portion of us grew up in church and every summer spent a week doing just like this. And I can still remember men and women of God by the name of Jerry and Dale and Carolyn and Dean and Geneva and Leo. All of these were the adults in my church. And they were there every VBS teaching us kids, loving on us, doing hand signals, doing crafts that meant something, teaching us scripture. John, you and I are where we are today because of those men and women. Can we thank the adults that participated this week? It means something. It changes lives. Thank you, parents, for coming every night, bringing your kids, bringing snacks. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us be a part of the development of your kids. Now, adults, I'm not going to talk to you right now. But don't sleep. If you do sleep, please don't snore. Now, you can listen quietly, but I have to talk to the kids for a little bit, okay? Is that okay with you guys? You all just stay there. So kids, listen, you all have been talking about Moses, right? Moses was a, a pretty big character in the Old Testament, wasn't he? He was one of my favorite characters in the Old Testament. He started out as a little baby. How many of you started out as a baby? All of us started out as a little baby. Now he started out as a little baby coming from a poor Jewish family. And during that day, the government, the Egyptian government were trying to kill all the little babies. It was a very sad time. But aren't we thankful, you remember the story, that little Moses was adopted by Pharaoh, his family. Now, Pharaoh was kind of like, he was kind of like a president or a king that we might know today. And because he was adopted by Pharaoh's family, he was protected and educated and raised. It was, it was very good for him. And when he was young, just like you guys, maybe a little bit older than you guys, he had to run out of the city, out of the country, trying to protect his life. And he had to hide in the desert because, once again, Pharaoh and the government were trying to kill him. They were trying to take his life away, so he had to run into the, the Egyptian desert to hide again. And then God met him in front of a bush. You remember that story? You probably studied it this week. Fire came out of a bush, and God began to talk to him, and God invited him to do something that was just crazy in his mind. He told him to go get the Israelites and bring them out into the desert with him. Now, there was a lot of Israelites. It wasn't just, you know, a hundred people or so that's right here. It was 1.5 million people. That's, that's much larger than all the people that live right here in Topeka. That's what God was saying. Moses, go back to your enemies and invite the Israelites to follow you and the Egyptians will let you let 
them go. And Moses was like, that's crazy, God. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that? I think I would too. I would uh, I'd be just like Moses and like, God, I, I can't talk in front of people. I can't lead people into freedom. But what does he do? He salutes, he obeys, and he goes back. So he, he brings the people out of, of, of Egypt into the desert, and that's where God gives him the Ten Commandments, and, and this new relationship with God is created with, with now the Israelites. But now, Wanda Weiner was in charge, and, they, and all of the people were whining, God, it's hot, and God, there's not enough food, and, and what food we have, it's the same food over and over, and there's no air condition, and, and God, there's even no internet. Isn't that crazy? Crazy, no internet, right? It, it was just a very difficult time for them. But on top of all of that, kids, you know what was happening? The Egyptians had sent soldiers, thousands, to come find Moses and the 1.5 million people. Do you know how hard it is to hide 1.5 million people? It was impossible. All the soldiers had to do was look out on the horizon and look for the dust. And that's where the, this huge crowd of people was going. Now, if I were Moses, if I were the general in charge of this army, I would order that weapons would be made. I would say, dig some, some foxholes so you can get down in the ground to protect you. I would, say, I would say, make sure you create bandages and go get some extra food and divide up in companies, right? put people in charge. That's the general in me. But you know what God told Moses? He says, the Lord is fighting for you. You need only to be still. Can you imagine that? Thousands of soldiers coming at them and God says, all you need to do is shh, just be quiet. That's crazy, isn't it? It's interesting the things that God tells Moses to do that just doesn't make sense to them. And I confess, it doesn't make sense to me either. This is what God says. The first thing he says, he tells Moses just to be, just be, just be quiet. It sounds pretty crazy advice when you're just about to be squashed by the enemy. But God says, shh, just be quiet. And then the next thing he says to Moses is, Moses... I know thousands of soldiers are coming and they're about to kill you, but don't be afraid. That's what he says. Just be quiet and don't be afraid. And the next thing he says is, Moses, raise up your stick. Raise up your staff. Raise up your cane, right? Can you imagine Moses saying, you want me to raise my stick? when there are thousands of soldiers coming to kill me? What, what does that even mean? I can just I can stand in the sandals of Moses wondering, what in the world would you want me to raise my stick for? You know the last thing he says? God tells Moses to lead the people through the sea. You want me to do what? You want me to... To lead the people through this huge body of water. So God told Moses and the Israelites to do some real crazy things. They didn't seem very logical. 
Has God ever asked you to do something that just didn't seem right? Just it was bigger than you are? Maybe it was to forgive something or, or somebody that they had, because they had hurt you. And God says, go and give them a hug or forgive them even though they hurt your heart. Maybe it was to tell somebody that Jesus loves them. And that's scary because you, you might not want to go talk to that person, but you feel God saying you need to go tell them that God loves you. God often does things that is so out there that we're scared because we're, we don't have the strength to do it. Can I tell you who God is and, he, and, and who he is in the rest of the Bible? God heals the blind. He walks on the water. He multiplies food. He raises the dead. He calms the storm. He provides quail and manna. He makes donkeys talk. He makes lions yawn. He makes kings deaf. He divides the river. He burns the bush. He purifies the leper. He heals the sick. He forgives and forgets our sins. He provides a sacrificial lamb at the right moment. He protects in the fiery furnace. He humbles the kings and makes kings the humble. He makes water flow from rocks. He brings victory over the giants. He destroys the walls of Jericho. He resurrects our Messiah. And he uses old men to raise up sticks to divide water. That's the God we serve. Moses only knew just a few of those stories, but as the Old Testament continued and then into the New Testament, God began to introduce himself more and more. I've learned this one thing about God, kids. Listen, you can trust God. You can trust God. Even when things look impossible, you can trust God. Even when you don't know what to do, you can trust God. Even when it's not possible, even when it's not popular, you can trust God. Even when it's the command sounds crazy and not logical, you can trust God. And can I tell you something? Because we have faith in Jesus Christ... He promises us that he will come in and he will forgive and he will cleanse and then he will empower us. Could I, I'd like to pray for us and adults now you can start listening. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to invite all of us to once again invite the living Lord and Savior to come into our hearts and Savior, be our Savior. Most of us, many years ago, probably when we were the same age as these kids, accepted Christ as our Savior. But what a great opportunity, even today, to bow our hearts and once again say, Father, you're mine. I invite you into my heart. Would you please bow your heads?
Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of serving you. You love us so much that you made it possible for us to be forgiven. And Lord, we ask that you would begin to do a work in all of our hearts, not just these kids. Thank you for these kids' hearts. You've been moving in their hearts, but not just theirs, but our, the parents and grandparents as well. And I'd just like to invite you to repeat after me, Heavenly Father, we love you. And we invite you into our hearts. By faith, we trust you. That you forgive us and cleanse us from our sins. Change our lives that we might fo be focused on you. And we dedicate our lives to honor you always. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus name, amen. Father, we ask your special blessings on these kids especially as they are moving into school, perhaps as they're moving into a new year, we ask your holy presence to be upon them. Give them wisdom. Give them your perspective. Might your Holy Spirit come alongside them and protect their minds, protect their hearts, protect their bodies, that they may uh, honor you in all ways this year. And I pray that the lessons that they learned during this week, the songs that they learned, the scripture that they memorized would come back into their minds uh, at just the right moment whenever they are questioning, whenever they're trying to find an answer, what the next step is, I pray that their little hearts would go back to what you've taught them in this VBS and we dedicate them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Edwina. So while, uh, uh, there we go. so while my kids are, everybody's coming back up, we're going to do our David Bible points one more time. And I want you to say it with me. Okay, you ready? Come on, kids. God saves us. Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. Come on. God saves us. God is with us. God will guide us. Awesome job. Now. When we left every day, we sang a song that we're going to sing here in a minute. It's called Shalom Havarim. We're speaking Hebrew now. Um, I wanted the kids to know what that meant. I have a friend that I've known since 2010. We met each other here, but he lives in Israel. He's a real sweet guy. We've kept in touch forever. I asked him if he could just make a quick video telling us what that meant. And he took advantage of it and made a quick video. It's like 20 seconds, so don't close your eyes or you'll miss it. But we're going to watch him explain what that means, and then we're going to sing a song. Friends from Topeka, Kansas, nice meeting you all. My name is Lior, and I live in Israel. I want to talk to you about the word in Hebrew that says Shalom Haverim. The meaning of the word is hello, my friends. Shalom also means peace in Hebrew. So peace to you all. Have a great summer. We love you all back in the States. Take care. Okay, so that was fast, huh? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and invite you to stand, and we're going to be singing this song with just our voices. And what the kids have been doing is they have been doing this little dance thing. You guys are welcome to do it if you like, but you probably have to come up here or else you'll kick your seats. But we're just going to do this 
and this, and I'm going to try not to kick my mic stand. Actually, I'm going to get that out of my way. Heck with that. Okay, so here we go. You guys ready? We're going to sing it four times. We're going to speed up as we go. All right, you ready? And you guys are welcome to join it with us, and you'll get it really quick because it's really easy. Okay, one, two, three. Shalom, Havarim, Shalom, Havarim, Shalom, Shalom, till we meet again, till we meet again, Shalom, 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 Havarim, Shalom, Havarim, Shalom, Shalom, till we meet again, till we meet again, Shalom, shalom, faster. Shalom, Havari, shalom, Havari, shalom, shalom. Till we meet again, till we meet again. Shalom, shalom, even faster. Shalom, Havari, shalom, Havari, shalom, shalom. Till we meet again, till we meet again. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for supporting these kids. Shalom, peace, friends, till we meet again. We are having food and games, so please join us. And that's it, unless you have something else you want to say. Can we thank these kids one more time? Edwina, maybe some more directions. Where will be the food and where will be the games? Okay. And games are in the hallway by the kids' department. We have up here, we have four square that the teens are going to show you how to play. It's kind of like a mixture of um, four square and volleyball. It's kind of fun. So that's right up here. Then all the food is in the community room, which if you don't know where that is, go all the way that way, turn right in the hallway. And, and I don't know about you uh, other adults, but I don't get to go into the kids' area very often because I'm not a kid. And, but when I went in there, I was like, wow, this is a great place. And isn't it true? It's open and we, you'll be able to walk through and get to see all the places that your kids are having fun. So make sure that you come, get some food, get to know the, the kids area and congratulate these kids and these adults for what they've been doing. Okay. Would you receive this benediction? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May his countenance be on you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, go in peace, for he's already gone before you. Amen. You're dismissed, my friends. Um, I'm so sorry. I have someone who wants to share something real, real, real fast, right? Fast? Okay. I just want to let you know, I enjoyed all these kids my first year helping these kids with the art class, and even Pastor Brown, and Olivia, Maggie, and Maggie. And everybody, I appreciate helping with this. I really love it from Canadians. That's great. Thank you, Sean. Good. Have a great day. Thank you. Great job, guys.